From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 389 for the week of January 11th, 2015. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jamala Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. On Tuesday's shows, Tony starts his look at breakfast at the Disneyland Resort with a review of counter service options at California Adventure. And Mary Jo and I start our Universal Studios 101 series. But coming up now, it's time for this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey there, hi there, hi there. There we go. Okay. I was waiting. I was waiting. Trying to get all four in there. So how was everyone's week? A little soggy, but nice. Crazy busy. Oh, yeah. It's it's raining in Southern California. I feel bad for you. Loving the rain. Yeah. Yeah. The hills are green for the first time in like forever. (laughs) It's weird. They're alive with the sound of... Never mind. All right. So any housekeeping? I have some. Go ahead, Tony. I spoke to someone who's not important. But they brought up something about Frozen Fun, which is oh. something we didn't really talk about, or if we did, I wasn't paying attention. And it was that Disney makes a lot of money, or had been making a lot of money under his impression, using where the Frozen Fun, using that stage for corporate events. Is that right? The stage seventeen. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. 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 So the he was wondering how long will they let it? be not used for corporate events because they make a lot of money. That, I was that, just curious. That that one was going to be closed sooner than the rest of Frozen Fun. So that sooner than May? Like, yeah, it's like March. Oh, that's... Well, you know, all the it, television commercials up here are giving a May date for yeah, it. I read somewhere that that, one, that, part, of, that part was closing earlier. Well, it's we're funny talking when about he told, Olaf's Frozen Fun, right? Yeah. yeah it's funny when, when he told me, I was like... I never thought of that. I'm going to talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. And then he said his wife is um, always on the Diz boards. I went, you need to listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll get a new listener. Um, speaking of Frozen Fun, they finally opened the show there at the Fantasy Fair Theater. That was at the Royal Royal Theater. Or what's it called? The one at Fantasy Fair like in Disneyland. I thought it was the Royal Theater. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, they're... New with this show are there are fast passes. So if you want to see the show, you must have a fast pass, which I think they're distributing somewhere in the hub. Just is that what you saw, Mary Jo? I think so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's a, just I think more proof that they are getting ready for um, Magic Bands and Fast Pass <laughs> Plus. Because remember, for a while, Fast Pass was sort of going away. They were shutting right. down machines, and now suddenly they're coming back. With all these ugly temporary machines. I know. They look like outdoor vending carts. Mm-hmm. They are, yeah, that's like they took outdoor vending carts and shoved a, shoved a Fast Pass machine in the side. Mm-hmm. Um, any other housekeeping? I have one. Go ahead, Michael. Okay, folks who listen to our Orlando show um, last week might have heard uh, Pete and Kevin talk about me, which was very nice, about um, 
I have a title of the the resident historian for the Diz. But, yeah, I know that that was <laughs> that was news to some of us. <laughs> and um, but one of the things they did talk about was my you know my Mouseketeer days that that I've brought up before on the show. So it's not news to a lot of people. However, Kevin related a story that I I, I believe I need to amend because I think it it, it puts <laughs> that was a good story. It Come was on. a good story, but I think it puts I'm concerned that it puts Mr. Disney in a bit of a negative light. And and so it was when it was all the talk about my name, and um, you know, uh, just to correct it, that there there the core of the story is true, in the sense that when we were done rehearsing, we rehearsed at the studio. When we were done with the rehearsal one day, we realized Mr. Disney and some other folks had been observing, and we were. It was one of the first times we had worn our um, costumes, and. I had always gone actually by the name Michael. I think Kevin might have mentioned Mickey, but for whatever reason on my shirt, you know, we had, they had so on name tags on all our shirts and they had put Mickey on mine without asking me. And so as Walt just sort of went along and he was saying encouraging things, he wasn't saying yes, no, yes, no. I mean, he would never do that, you know, to us. He was always very kind to us. Now he might have been thinking that in his head. Because we were, we were still, we had not all been selected yet. So, uh, this was somewhat early or midway through the process. And he did come to me and because of my height, I was at the end. And he said, uh, uh, well, you know, he's, he, I know he said something encouraging to me. And, and then he, but he did say, you know, there's only one Mickey. And because of the way I was raised, I wasn't going to say, well, nobody asked me <laughs> and I don't go by this name. And I, I thought, cause I was a tightly wound little boy. I thought, this is it. I'm done here. And in the afternoon, they had a new tag on my shirt that actually said Mike, um, a name I did not go by. And, and, and my name tags was changed to Mike and, and the whole thing. So that, so that's the actual story. So <laughs> just slightly different from, um, Kevin's version. I mean, Walt would never have said to a child, you know, no, you're not, um, you know, you're not making the cut or anything like that. He was just the nicest man. So you didn't fall to the know. ground in tears then, Michael? No, I did not. I did not. <laughs> so. Anyway, but but that's it. So so most of what Kevin said was true, but I just wanted to make sure people didn't get a negative um, reaction to Mr. Disney. So still an awesome story. Yeah, yeah, I'm very I'm very blessed that I had that experience, and and that now I I continue my Disney experience with the Diz. Nice, <laughs> nice plug. Um, any other housekeeping? I have one. Go ahead, Marja. We had our chat trivia night on um, this past Wednesday, and mm-hmm. Dina won again. You did lose, but you, it was a valiant effort. I and did not lose gracefully, though. <laughs> you didn't. It was kind of I pouty. started throwing things. <laughs> but it was it was actually a lot of fun, and, and I laughed because there's a, one of our players, Frances. Uh, she goes by NC Bell on the on the Diz. She she gets a lot of she get a, gets a lot right and she's never been to Disneyland uh-huh. so, but it was a lot of fun this last time. Um, and Dina is our winner again. She won. Uh, she was first runner up last time, 
And uh, she goes by Dina, I believe, 4444 on the Diz. So congratulations. And we do play trivia, Disneyland trivia. I may change it to Disney trivia, but for right now, we're doing Disneyland trivia um, the first Wednesday of each month. And our chat on Wednesdays. That's at 9 p.m.? That's 9 p.m. Pacific, yes. Okay. We had changed it to 8, then we changed it back. We we talked about changing it to eight, but we oh, never. Okay. I never got the official word from you. Oh, okay. So if you want well, to change, considering it to eight, nobody else really uses the room after seven or so, we can we can probably do what we want. Okay, let's try eight p.m. then for the next one, and and okay. I'll put it on so the that board. Should be what February fourth. Yes. Okay. Oh, I have to write this down. I didn't know <laughs> we could play. I would have been there. <laughs> oh yeah, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Any other housekeeping? No. Okay, I'll throw now. I'll throw some real quick out there, not to get too political. I was listening to yes, a political talk show locally, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about Arctic, the thing that you and I loved, right? And then they gave the actual numbers that I I guess it cost like one hundred and ninety-three million dollars, and they average a total of nine hundred writers a week, Mm -hmm. and saying that that's a lot of money for only nine hundred writers a week. I just thought that was very interesting. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and that includes right. Metrolink. So I just thought it was interesting. Well, that includes and Metrolink? Yeah. No way. Yes. Just wait yes. till the bullet train will be $6, six billion, and they'll have 900 riders a week. Yeah, yeah I know. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> I can't wait. So I can go see Tom. Yeah, Tom will right, still so have to get off in Burbank. <laughs> well, you know, there's a huge, like, uh, apparently a huge political thing where they're going to have a, a, a community meeting to fight it in the Burbank area because of how much um, farmland issues there'll be up in oh, yeah. you know, the hills. Well, uh, in Central California, too, there's lots of yeah. farmland being lost. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this week's poll results. We asked, very simply, will magic bands work at the Disneyland Resort? I'm going to go around the room and, and see what your guesses are as to the results. Michael. <laughs> no. Okay. Is my guess. All right. Mary Jo. I would say resounding no. Resounding no. Tony, what do you think? Well, now that everybody's saying no and the fact that you're asking, I'm just playing Vegas and saying yes just because we got to go there. But I really think no. What do you think, Nancy? I think there will be an extremely steep learning curve yeah. that will maybe take about three oh, what do you think years. Of the, what's the, what do you think the results of the was, poll was are? Was that one of the options, Nancy? I think the Nancy? poll thinks no, but I, I'm trying to be politically correct. All right. I was very surprised about the results of this poll. 51.2% yes. What? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are people what? that don't yeah. live in this area. So it was a very, very, very close I think Very that they might be saying yes because it's what we said on last week's show. Disney's not yeah. going to let it fail. So I think yeah. they're going to do what they can to make it work. Like I said, I think there's a steep learning curve. So it was, it was, I, was kind of, I was kind of surprised. I agree with Nancy. I think there's going to be a, a large learning I, curve. Considering there are so many people that don't know how to use FastPass as it is. Well, you know it's their fault. Ha ha ha! That was a joke, Mary Jo. It is. Right, we, ta- we talked this to death last, <laughs> last show, so we're going to get back into it again. But yeah, that was yeah. called a reference to the yeah. previous show. You know the how fact- they do that. You know. Yes. 
All right, so I picked a winner again this week. Still don't know what you're going to get. It may be like a churro or a expired Raiders, Springs Risers, Fast Pass, or something like that. But expired. Ex- expired. Wow, you're, you're making this real tantalizing. <laughs> I know. It I might know. be a styrofoam cup that somebody did. <laughs> And by the time they get the churro, it's going to be stale. Napkin with Disney Parks logo on it. Hey, I give better prizes for the chat Mm -hmm. trivia night. So once they do get them. (laughs) All right. This week's winner is James Burkhart. So congratulations, James. Yay. You won won something. Yay. All right. Let's talk about the news. Uh, Tony has a story about some illnesses going on at the Disneyland Resort or related to the Disneyland Resort. You have that for us, Tony? Yes. 19 people from three states who have visited Disney theme parks, basically Disneyland Resort, in the last month have fallen ill with measles, health officials recently said. Everybody that had um, fallen ill had visited Disneyland or DCA between December 15th and December 20th, according to the California Department of Public Health and Orange County Health Agency. Nine cases had been recently reported, with ten more emerging recently in California and Colorado, where the El Paso County Public Health Department said a patient was diagnosed with measles at a Colorado Springs hospital after visiting a California theme park, which was, you know, <laughs> DCA and all that good stuff, or California Measure. Of the California cases, eight were in Orange County, two in Riverside County, two in San Diego County, with the rest spread around the state. And for those of you that don't know, measles is a highly contagious virus that lives in an infected person's nose and throat, blah, blah, blah. So, the happiest place on earth is do, contag- do, contagious I'm, I'm, place. On do earth. we know how? I mean, was it guest to guest or guest There's to no guest information on, like, specifically. It, said, it does say that more people could have been exposed when measles patients were treated at two local hospitals in a lab. So... I mean, yeah, I I don't know if there's really just because there's um, I I always use these words wrong, like a correlation doesn't just because a correlation doesn't mean there's a causation. Right. Like. I mean, it could be it could be any large public place that mm -hmm. this break broke out. I mean, really being the the resident medical person on the board on the panel, um, (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's just another way to throw something into the news it's another false paranoia i mean then again though 19 people all visited right the page and and did they even give the did they give the breakdowns nope see and this is straight it doesn't say you know were these people who were from other countries that weren't vaccinated for measles when they were young are they people you know, and those people could be people from other countries who immigrated to the U.S. How many cases of measles are there a year? Do you know, Nancy, off the top of your head? Oh, gosh. Approximately. According to the CDC, there are a couple measles-centric places and the um, New England states, you know, consider, or I should say the upper northeast New York City, those areas. Okay. Um, L.A. is a fairly large center. It's like if you look at the demographic splash over the whole country, those two are predominant centers with a little bit like in the Chicago. And then down south, there's a pocket, I believe, in... I want to say somewhere around Texas. Um. It- it did say that basically 
they think that one person had it and spread it to the other people. Yeah, it doesn't really That's work the... like that. I mean, it it kind of does, but when you consider the largest chunk of the population that's actually been vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, you don't get it. Right, and the news reports I read said that measles has pretty much been eliminated in the right. United States yeah. because of vaccination. But now, so but are, because of the Jenny McCarthy era, yeah. It, what do you mean by the Jenny McCarthy era? Wow, that's a, so. There was there have been two McCarthy. Eras. <laughs> I know, right? There was there was the one with the communists. I know, right? Jenny McCarthy, who's on the View, was a an extremely outspoken opponent for vaccinations Pro- because yeah. of that whole um, study, the the study that was falsified. There was a huge study that, linking autism and vaccines. Yeah. That it was a study oh, yeah, that was actually people who... falsified, and the guy had his medical license revoked, the guy who was the father of the study, um, because he falsified most of the results of the of the thing. But a lot of the people, like actress Jenny McCarthy, um, started speaking out highly against vaccinations, and so the, the um, new yuppie trend... You know, the get on the boat, tried to do anything to prevent autism group, then jumped on that. And so a lot of people, it became hip not to vaccinate your kid. All right, here's here from the I CDC. I got some more information. Oh, go ahead. From the CDC, 610 cases in the first 11 months of 2014. Okay, and then I have further broke down with Good. Orange County. Thanks, guys. You're better with um, that. Uh, That's from the chat room. Oh, yeah, okay. That uh, 6K six, six in the... There, that there were an original six cases in Orange County. Three of them were unvaccinated children, okay. all old enough to be vaccinated, who contracted measles at Disneyland in Orange County, uh, said an Orange County Health Care Agency spokeswoman. Three others were adults. One was unvaccinated, one was partially vaccinated, and one was fully vaccinated. None of the hmm. adults had to be hospitalized. So, and it said that in at least Orange County, no, in California, in 2002, 95% of kindergartners in California were fully vaccinated for measles, whoopee cough. And now the number is 92% low enough to promote the spread. As evidenced by the last visit, by this visit to Disneyland. Way to bring it all together. Mary Jones. Thank you. All right. Let's cover some other n- news rumor type things going on in the Disneyland Resort. And this is called... <clears throat> the uh, slow time at the Disneyland Resort and everything's closing segment. Woo-hoo. Yeah, no. Not a good, not a good uh, thing if you don't set your expectations. Yeah, true. Okay, so let's go through some of the closures that are happening in the ne- near future. Uh, and let's start with the... Let's start with Disneyland. Critter Country, all of Critter Country... All the attractions, all the restaurants, all the shops are closed from uh, tomorrow, January or yeah, January twelfth through April second. That's a so long basically, time. Yeah, basically three months. And let me see. Easter is on April fifth this year, so it's going to impact okay. uh, the. And they've done this before. Break. Was a couple years ago they did this. They closed all of Curtis Country off. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense because it's kind of a dead end back there. And if Splash Mountain's closed, there's really no 
reason to go back there. But so. why would they knock it's... off all the money that shop makes? And that's, uh, there's good food. They're going to be the poo is so popular. Yeah, that's it's. They're probably losing money with Winnie the Pooh. Don't say that. Um. <laughs> also, also in Disneyland, uh, we have a temporary fireworks show. Uh, remember, dreams come true is not coming back, and we have fantasy in the sky. Has ever has anybody ever uh, seen this classic? I'm using air quotes. Fireworks show. Actually, I have. Yeah. Heck yeah, I have. Yeah, when I, mean, I was a boy. Yeah, I mean it's all over the Twitter Twitter sphere that it's like a what a four minute show. No, it's not that short. <laughs> I mean, but five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let, let's when well it. I think what it'll do is make everybody really happy when the 60th comes around and we get the new fireworks show. But what I also read was that Tinkerbell's not going to be part of this show. No, no Tinkerbell. And the um, Fantasy in the Sky featured Tinkerbell. So when they say Hmm. return to the classic, that's not entirely true. I grew up seeing Tinkerbell. You know, she would lead off the fireworks. Yeah. Right. So. All right. Also. It's a modified yeah, modified. There you go. Well, I wouldn't wait the hours and hours to see the fireworks currently until May. Yeah. Uh, Matterhorn is closed now through May 15th. Are they getting new bobsleds? It'd be <laughs> nice if they got new Okay, so, so far, we're not done. So, so far as we've gotten, if you're between now and April, mm-hmm. we've got Splash Mountain closed, right? Mm-hmm. And now Matterhorn closed. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just keeping running tabs of all the things that um, you won't be able to do. The, the rumor, Pants, well, the Peter. rumor about the Matterhorn is that it's the interior will be redone and it will be new audio animatronics. Nice. That's cool. That's uh, just Peter, a rumor. P- P- what are the Pants dates again? Oh, uh, Matterhorn For, uh-huh. now through May fifteenth. Okay. Well, okay. Peter Pan's flight, uh, February second through May seventh. That's also getting an interior mm-hmm. redo. And that I mean, we're expecting that on most of the dark rides. So, did I miss anything at Disneyland Park? There's a rumor that they might take down Alice again briefly to actually put in the audio animatronics oh, that didn't go ones. in into okay. the first round. I don't know if that's true or not. No, we'll find. So, out. is Peter Pan the only dark ride besides what Michael just said? Peter Pan is the only dark ride going down. They're not going to take down uh, Mr. It's Toad. It's the only one on the schedule right now. Okay. All right, so let's move over to California Adventure, and another land is going down at California Adventure. This one is Condor Flats. Uh, I think Condor that one's Flats. down already. Yeah, it's gone. It's down until mid-May, um, and it's being converted to Grizzly Peak Airfield. So they're going to combine the two, combine the two lands. Uh, so, and that for part of that. Uh, Taste Pilot's Grill is also closed. Which oh, boo-hoo. Means, <laughs> huh? <laughs> boo-hoo. Well, see, the problem is they're taking the food from Taste Pilot's and putting it at Paradise Garden Grill, so I still don't have oh, my no. what? skewers back. So and they're going to be serving the- burgers then at Paradise Gr- Garden then yeah. instead of the um, skewers? Yes. And it's not even the good burger burgers. It's like hamburger, cheeseburger. Chicken strips. That's sad. Mm, That's it. Very, very plain menu. Haven't they learned? Um, so, and and for part of that 
um, uh, Grizzly River Run and uh, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail will also be down uh, January 20th through mid-March. Um, and then, of course, Luigi's Flying Tires goes down forever February 3rd. So a month they, they have an opening date of they have an opening date of twelve one, but I'm sure that's kind of just a holding date until they figure out what it's going to take to convert it to something else. What are they talking now? Like remote control or something fun? Not that not that it wasn't fun, but you know. Yeah, it's going to be similar to uh, some of the uh, attraction vehicle that they have at um like in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Where they don't have a track, right, or anything like that. So, and then one more thing at DCA World of Color is down now through May twelfth. Wow! So they're draining the lagoon again, and gonna program a new show and probably have some new, new effects and new fountains and should be interesting. I mean, if they get Davison in there again to to redo it, but. I think it'll all be good. I mean, May's going to be a phenomenal month, but until May, there's so many, um, there's, I mean, if we're talking rumors and stuff, you know, there's so many attractions down and they're talking about annual passes going up again, right? <sighs> Are you kidding? I'm sure they will. Well, yeah. They do every year. Probably right, probably mid-May when, right before the, everything goes. It might, or, cause they said that, um, this is what I, I, I've been reading is that the, I think the premium is going to go up $40. And I don't know about the other passes less, or the less, day passes. It's been in June, so it's kind of almost premature to talk about it now unless they're going to do two, two, um, do it early. Stay tuned. Yeah, I know. All right. Do, are there any other closures or temporary things that we missed? I tried to write them all down. And, and I don't know. The, the Chatterati is saying they're typing over the castle and closing the walkthrough at Disneyland, and the train will be down. I Have know you the heard train that? is going to be down part of the time, and I can't. I, I didn't write that down. Let me see. Um, While you're looking that up yeah. to answer a question, the Yeti that sings the Frozen song in the commercials is from the Matterhorn. It is not from Expedition Everest. There you go. <laughs> he looks familiar. In fact, I saw that commercial for the first time today. It was pretty cool. It is cute. See, yeah. uh, the, the railroad's down, but not for that long. January 26th to February 12th. Okay. It's only down for a couple of weeks, so that's why, that's why I didn't add it to my list. Um, we're also getting a new, hopefully by the end of the month, a new show at the Bo- uh, Bodine Bakery, so that's kind of cool. Oh, cool. All right, that will do it for the news and the rumors and all of that kind of stuff. It's time for a rapid fire. Let's start with Tony. Okay, finally, In and Out is open, the closest one. And to give you a little information, it opens a, at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., not sure, but I know it closes at 1. And uh, it's on the corner of Ball and State College. And I did a little Google mapping and some research for you guys. Art does not go there. <laughs> but... Um, I went from the corner of West Street and Disneyland, because if not, they'll do it straight from the castle, you know, Google Maps. And it's five minutes by car. If you have a car, only 1.9 miles. And that would be the closest In-N-Out Burger to 
the happiest place on earth. And I know yes. In-N-Out makes a lot of people the happiest eaters on earth. So that's where you can go now to get it. It just opened. And apparently it's the 300th wow. In-N-Out. Wow. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, and I like that it's open late so you can go after the park if, yeah, if you yeah. want. Just be prepared to wait in a super long drive through line because all of them are super long drive through lines. So. All right, Nancy. Okay. Well, announced on the Disney blog earlier this week, um, there is a new um, Southern California ticket offer. Um, and Because all the rides are closed. Yay. So <laughs> for a limited time, SoCal residents may purchase this, these uh, park tickets with the option for two days or three days. And, of course, they say lots of magic and adventure with all the closures. Um, and they're doing this to promote frozen fun at California Adventure. And if you want to hear more about that, I'm not going into it today. You can listen to last week's uh, special show where Michael, Tom, and Mary Jo all talked about it. And... Residents may use the tickets to per to visit one park per day, either park, or they can purchase park hopper tickets for a two to three day period. The offer has four purchase options: two day ticket with choice of one park per day per for one thirty nine, a two day park hopper ticket for one seventy eight, a three day ticket, and that's it has a choice of one park per day for one sixty nine. Or a three-day park hopper for two oh eight. So, frankly, the best deal is probably the two oh eight at this point. Um, they're called limited time tickets, so you have to use them January third through May twenty twenty first. Dates are blocked, so this is one of the first few times they've ever done blockouts on these kind of tickets. March 20th through April 4th, you may not use them. And so they're saying, purchase the ticket. Have fun. Well, and, and, it's, and it doesn't have the same 13-day right. rule. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of a great thing. That. At least you get yeah. to use them over an expansive periods as opposed to mm -hmm. within yep. the rule. So... Anyway, that is the new option for Southern California residents. And should we make a note that Southern California means zip codes 9000 through 93599? Eh. Oh, or Northern Baja, California. Oh, there you with, go. With uh, zip codes 21000 to 22999. And, of course, you have to have proof <laughs> of residency for purchase and admission. That's good to know. I didn't know that Northern Baja, California could was also included. Yeah. But it makes sense. Oh, and you may purchase up mm -hmm. to five tickets per person per day with valid ID. Hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you, Nancy. I will go next. Um, starting last month, the Anaheim Resort Transportation buses had new routes. So uh, there are new art routes that go all over the place in Anaheim, but some of the ones that um, I noticed and picked up on that I hadn't seen before is there are a couple stops at the new Arctic Station. Uh, previously, when it was at the at the Angel Stadium, the bus was kind of sporadic, 
And so now it's on 20-minute intervals to Arctic and back. So if you're taking the train from up north or, or from San Diego and you want to get to Disneyland, that could be a great way for you to get to the Disneyland Resort. Um, also, Art now goes downtown with a stop at the Anaheim Packing District. Also, there is a stop at Tony's favorite place, the Walmart Neighborhood Market. Okay, so when you say yes. it goes downtown, you mean downtown Anaheim? Downtown Anaheim, Just want, yes. Just want to make sure we say that. Sorry, downtown and Anaheim, yeah. Is this the Walmart on... Um, I'm oh. sure it's the close one, the new the new one that's close to the Disneyland Resort. They just Walmart built one? Market. Hmm? Oh, the Walmart Market. Yeah, the neighborhood for market. People want to, okay, awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of convenient if you wanted to go get snacks or something like breakfast items or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, and another check. thing, you said that um, it goes to the Arctic Station and you mentioned mm-hmm. for people coming from north, up north, but it's also great for people who want to take the train to San Diego for the day. Tony talked about yep. that before. Or to Hollywood and yep. Universal Studios. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's easy to get to Universal. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. All right. Um, Mary Jo. Oh, by the way, uh, rideart.org. There you go. Okay. Mary Jo. <laughs> um, well, this spring, the Knott's Berry Boysenberry Festival will be returning to Knott's Ghost Town from March 28th through the April 12th. They, um, the first one was last year, and they're bringing it back. And since the boysenberry was developed by the Knott, by the Knotts family, of course it has a prominent position at the park. And so now they have a celebration um, to honor the berry that started it all. So they'll be having a recreation of the original roadside boysenberry stand where guests can buy authentic boysenberry plants. And at the Wilderness Dance Hall, there's going to be gourmet food and wine offerings from around the world. Local artisans will be selling unique boysenberry-inspired wares during the festival. And on Schoolhouse Road, guests can play Western-themed games with a boysenberry twist. And if they continue this year, uh, winners can take home an exclusive boysenberry festival prize. Nice. Uh, I those, think it's those, that was kind of popular last year. It was, and it was taken during the Knott's Berry um, Bloom Festival. So it, it should be really pretty in the springtime with all the decorations that they have. And they're going to have live entertainment. They're going to have boysenberry pie eating contests in front of the Birdcage Theater. And the ghost town will have boysenberry themed stand in cutouts that will have historical facts and special moments from Knott's history. And um, there will be inter- interactive characters there. Logan Berry, the mayor of ghost town. <laughs> and bandits might try to steal a piece of boysenberry pie. And there's going to be all kinds of Food that they sell at Nussberry Farm, but it's going to have a boysenberry twist. Like they have um, flank steak skewers with boysenberry barbecue sauce. There's a boysenberry glazed turkey leg. Mm. There is baked. Now this sounds good too. Baked sweet potato with boysenberry butter. Ooh. As well as spicy boysenberry chicken wings. So I am so glad that I have an annual pass because I'll be able to go there on different days. And maybe take some of my friends with me, or they'll want to join me <laughs> to try some of the goodies that they have there. Very cool. Yeah, I'm hungry. I know, All me right. too. Thank you, Mary Cho. Michael. Well, right now there are a lot of Disney executives in that Team Disney building patting themselves on the back because they were able to find a corner of Disneyland where they could put yet another Frozen themed. <laughs> 
<laughs> exhibit. For Snow Queen's Art of Ice will be the next exhibit at the Disney Gallery in Town Square on Main Street, USA. First published in 1844, Hans Christian Andersen's The Snow Queen tells the tale of a beautiful yet terrifying snow sorceress. Her image has inspired generations of artists and storytellers, including Walt Disney. For years, the Disney studio toyed with their version of Anderson's Snow Queen and worked on several versions of the story along with concept art. When they transformed the young characters of Gerda and Kay into two older sisters, Anna and Elsa, Frozen finally began to take form to become one of the most popular of animated films. But what a lot of Dizzers may not know is that in 1977, Imagineers, led by Disney legend Mark Davis, created their own interpretation of Anderson's icy tale with concepts for an attraction titled The Enchanted Snow Palace. And in his paintings, Davis transports viewers to a realm where a tall, slim, glittering lady made of frost and ice is queen. He depicted the attraction as a whimsical, dreamy snow kingdom where winter fairies, snowball men, and icicle princesses live and play. So there will be concept art for this attraction as part of this exhibit, which to me is the most exciting part of, of this whole exhibit. So now, for the first time in forever, <laughs> the Enchanted Snow Palace and Frozen come together in the Disney Gallery. So on your next visit to Disneyland, walk through the frozen history of the Disney Studio and Imagineering at the Disney Gallery. Oh my, okay. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> no, actually, you know, I mean, they've, they've been doing some great things with the Disney Gallery, so I can't, I can't fault them for... I think anytime we can see Mark Davis's concept art for his attractions, I mean, it's a treat right. yeah. for Disney fans. I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. Mm -hmm. All right. That will do it for rapid fire. Um, any ideas for a poll for this week? I've got nothing. We'll figure something out. You guys are so quiet. What the heck is I, going on? I'm is trying to think of... Is it because we're live? Yeah. <laughs> no, some of us were very sick. So that's my excuse. All right, I'll let you slide then. And I'm not going to tell it to the live people. Now everybody's going to wonder, what is it? I had Disney fever. <laughs> Does anybody in, in chat I gave the measles to everyone. Oh, not good. Mm. Does I anybody in chat have an idea? What we I got have? something. Oh, oh, I got something. I can come up with a poll. You want to pull? You want to pull? I'll give sure, you Sure. Let Tony here. give the pull. Your idea? I'm just throwing an idea. <laughs> how long? Done with frozen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, how long are you willing to wait in line for a food item? Ooh. It's kind of slides into the whole review that I did. Remember? Okay, so you, so you have you to have know? options, Tony, so that Tom could put it in the poll. Yeah, we'll, well, that's we'll Tom's that. job. I'm yeah, we'll the big, <laughs> I'm big picture. He can come up with times and stuff. But no, like, because we wait in line for rides, but are there certain food, like, you know, Dole Whip people or some people are willing to wait in line. Oh, yeah, you can wait long, 25 you know, minutes in a Dole Whip line. And the questions are, especially locals, I might go, nope. And then if I see it, it's a great line. Great. I know Starbucks has a long line. Ice yeah. cream. How long are you willing to wait in line for a specific food item? Yeah, That's I think. My, do you like that one? No. Uh, yeah, we can make that Tom one. seems really excited. Well, you can, yes. you can have three I'm, choices I'm so on your poll, right? Like. No, I can have. Okay, you can have. See, that, I, what I that think makes you need to do. Better. No, I think Tom, you need to have like about fifty choices. Yes, be like yes. one minute to two minutes. 
two minutes to three minutes, three yeah. to four, all the way up to like hours. All right, I, I totally spaced on housekeeping. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at dealpodcast at www.info.com. You can find links to our show notes page at disunplug.com. Last week I didn't put the show notes page up till Tuesday, but I will try to get that up on Monday this week so that it has the link to this show. Again, we've moved. Uh, iTunes will have this show Monday morning, first thing, and our two segments on Tuesday mornings, first thing. Uh, don't forget about our brand new Facebook page. Be sure to like us on Facebook. I'll have a link in our show notes page to that. And there you'll find our poll and updates uh, to our show schedule and anything like that. Uh, what else am I missing? Dapper Day, February 28th, March 1st. Put it on your calendar. Also, Coasting for Kids, June 7th of 2015. Put that on your calendar. Save the date. Start raising money now. You almost blew your New Year's oh, resolution. Yeah. I know, because I said I was going to talk about that every single that every, week. Every single week. Oh, hey, have we gotten well, any we, new reviews on iTunes? I haven't looked. I, I blocked Okay, well, give us a review um, on iTunes, people. Will you, will you put a link in the, the show notes for that, Tom? Um, because it'll sh- help people find us. There's always a link to iTunes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's still room. There's still availability on the Royal Caribbean Alaska cruise yeah. with the Disney Dreams Unlimited Travel. That's June 12th. So, all of us um, are still John going on that, right? What's that? All of us are still going on that, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I think John said there's about 100 people going right now, so I'd love to see more Disneyland fans. So. All right. Anything else? Anything else anybody wants to talk about? We have a little bit of time. No? Good. Okay, cool. Um, for those of you listening live, we appreciate you. Tell your friends. And for those of you listening recorded why aren't you listening live <laughs> sunday nights 8 p.m be there that is going to do it for this segment of the dis unplugged be sure to catch all of our other disneyland shows this week and of course we'll be back again with you next week until then remember disneyland is always more magical when it's shared thanks for listening